0: Hi everyone, this is Tech in the City from Media Work Studio Network. I'm your host, Yvonne Pilon. You may know me as the girl whose purse contains everything but the kitchen sink. In fact, if you get stuck behind a woman with a Mary Poppins purse at the supermarket, it's likely me. Today in the Mary Poppins purse, I take out a crystal ball to look back on 2019 and look ahead to 2020. For all the latest tech news, make sure to follow the Tech in the City hashtag on all social media platforms or sign up for the WeTech Monthly Tech It Out newsletter. Today in studio, I am joined by my second family, i.e. the we team, the WeTech Alliance team. I am joined in studio with Adam Castle, our Director of Venture Services. Hello. The other Adam, Adam Fry, Director of Business Innovation. john Mark Vashon, who is our Director of Marketing and Programs or Communications and Program. Victoria Aboud, who is our Tech Talent Strategist. And Michelle Tino-Wachter, Watcher, is also our program director as well as our administrator. So, team, welcome to Tech in the City. Thanks for
1: having
0: us. us. So it's awesome to be here. I really do say that I mean that in terms of my second family. Um, I love my first family more than you. Just kidding. Um, Okay, so I want to get started with uh, with just kind of an introduction of everyone and, and what your role is. And then give the listeners an idea, of too, of what it, you know, who you are outside of work. Because I know work is just a piece of what you do, although you do dedicate lots of time. But we'll start with Adam Castle.
2: Thank you so much. Well, so my role is as director of venture services at WeTech Alliance. And uh, anyone who will listen, I tell them that I have the best job in the world. It's my job to work with all of the entrepreneurs that come in through our doors. I help them grow. Uh, and I get to really get into the nitty-gritty on what their big pain points are and find solutions through our resources. So that's uh, that's pretty exciting for me. Uh, what I do when I'm not at work, uh, I wear the hat of president at the Red Shoe Society, so we support Ronald McDonald House Charities in southwestern Ontario. I'm also a very happy husband uh, and dog dad.
0: Perfect. And Adam Fry, tell us Excellent.
1: more. Excellent. So uh, my name's Adam Fry. I'm the director of business innovation at WeTech Alliance. Uh, and what that means is I get to work with our corporate clients, our larger SMEs, and start to work on building what we like to call custom innovation frameworks for them. Um, So my role is to come in, help you sort of understand what the challenges are with your organization, collide you with a few entrepreneurs and see if we can solve some of those challenges. Um, Outside of WeTech Alliance, I am the board chair for um, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Windsor-Essex, which is an incredible role, incredible organization. Um, And I I greatly enjoy traveling and camping with my wife and uh, my dog, Zeus.
3: Wonderful. John Mark. Yeah, so. As Director of uh, Programs and Marketing, I'm in charge of all uh, communications for WeTech Alliance, so social media, the website, uh, all of our graphic design. I also lead up the uh, Nerd Olympics initiative for us. Uh, And outside of work, I'm uh, husband and father, uh, Chase, who will appreciate the shout out right now. Yeah. Hi, Chase. I can hear her smiling right now through the the podcast mic. Um, And I also, um, thanks to my wife, collect trees and cats. Yes.
0: Please (laughs) tell everyone how many holiday trees you have in your home. We have
3: 10 Christmas trees. Yeah. And a new kitten that just. Uh, and by the way, aren't you week. allergic to cats? I am, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. A wonderful yeah. husband he is yeah. indeed.
4: Yeah. Victoria, yes. Hello, thank you for having me. Um, so with WeTech, I'm the tech talent strategist, and what that means is I think maybe I have a better job. Adam, uh, is I get to work, <laughs> I get to work in the sort of in the center of uh, industry, community partners, education, uh, all the folks that we try to connect and support in collaborating to figure out some of the, uh, the challenges and potential gaps that we have in the region. Uh, what we're trying to do is really attract talent to the area and to recognize uh, YQG as a specific tech powerhouse or eventual powerhouse. Um, as I leave WeTech, uh, part of my job is to teach at the uh, University of Windsor. Um, I'm a yoga practitioner and instructor. Um, I am a wife, I have two cats and a husband. Uh, and we do not have that many trees. Ours are not, <laughs> <laughs> ours are, ours are not yet decorated, and we have one. <laughs> so. I just put the tree up this weekend, so I'm, I'm, I'm almost
0: there. That's about on
1: par for all of yeah.
4: yeah.
5: And Michelle. Uh, yes, thank you for having me also. Um, my name is Michelle Tina Watcher, and I'm the administrator for member services. I'm sort of the concierge directing clients and callers to the proper team member here. Um, as well, I'm a small business owner for a women's consignment store called Formally Yours. And the administrator for the Weekend Network in Windsor, and also a board member for Old Riverside for the last seven years.
0: Wonderful, Michelle keeps us in line. She really is the one that gets <laughs> all of our, our work done. And I, I don't think I've ever introduced myself to the listeners, but uh, as you know, my my I guess my day job is president and CEO of WeTech Alliance, and I get to work with the amazing people you just heard from. Um, and uh, in terms of other responsibilities, um, you know, my role is really to ensure that everyone that I'm looking at right now has the resources. Um, and support to do their jobs. Um, as well as I sit on a the Canadian Digital Media Network Board of Directors just recently joined the Technology Councils of North America's Board of Directors, as well as First Robotics. Uh, locally, uh, uh, I guess it's a Board of Advisors or a Board of Directors, and I think what's awesome when we go through those introductions is, you know, we're very vested in the tech community, but we're also invested in so many other things, whether it's, um, you know, Big Brothers, it's Red Shoe, um, we all have kind of a, a really community-focused uh, lens on that. So why we're here today is every year uh, our team puts together a look back and look forward blog. And this year we, we decided to, to change it up and, and leverage this new podcasting means um, to, bring it, to bring it on air. So I wanted to, to talk to the team a little bit about some of your highlights from 2019. It's hard to believe we're, we're at the end of it. it. It goes by so fast, but it's not only important to talk about the success um, and when I say we, we look at Windsor-Essex, Chatham-Kent, our kind of regional ecosystem and even provincial ecosystem um, to shed light on the celebration. Um, but also, again, just to kind of go back to like what we've accomplished in, in a matter of 365 days. So I want to start off just uh, for our listeners. Um, we're going to kind of uh, look back on the 2019 year in, in kind of buckets. So we're going to look at tech acceleration, looking at, you know, client successes, program successes as well as the tech talent stream and then generally the tech community stream. So um, if we start with our tech acceleration stream, so looking at companies, and I'll look to the Adams because I know you really, both of you, kind of helped deliver those um, programming. What have been your highlights from the last last year?
2: That's a great question, and, and this is actually my favorite time of year. We get to take a look back at the things we accomplished, um, but also take a look at what we want to build for 2020. And so when we think of highlights, we had a, a company this year actually pitched at the Forbes 30 Under 30, uh, get into the Thrive Ag Tech Accelerator in the Valley, and win about $150,000 worth of investment uh, just to start. And so that's been Century. Uh, they're an ag tech company. And on the subject of ag tech and, and sort of our key sectors, um, I also want to take a look at, you know, my favorite program of the year, which, of course, is Scale Up. So the Libro ScaleUp Accelerator, which is supported by the Ontario Trillium Fund, uh, was just a really great... Um, tool for us to help companies sprint it's a four-month sprint we sort of put them through this process that allows them to tackle a whole bunch of really big problems in a short amount of time um, and what we do every six months is we take a look back so now we have two years worth of data mm-hmm. uh, and it's funny because my last year's look back was all about you know being one year in at WeTech and so mm-hmm. now I'm two years in at WeTech mm-hmm. and we can take a look back at all this. I haven't I haven't left Um, And what we can see is that, you know, this program's created 58 jobs locally, uh, which also means about 80 new products to market that are all hitting on things that our big industry has problems with. So those big pain points. um, And that also means up to $10 million in revenue that's entered our economy because of this program. So it's been super transformational for the companies that have gone through it. We get to go on this journey with them uh, sort of through time uh, and take a look back with them every couple months and see where things are. So uh, very, very exciting. Definitely a highlight for me. Adam
0: yeah I mean, Adam. <laughs> I mean I
1: think I used for 2018 uh tangible as the word to sum up the year when I was when this we is we his looking look back, back for everyone look yeah back when we were looking back last so year the word 2000? I wanted to use 2019 was impactful I mean you heard Adam's Adam talk about the numbers with scale up which was incredible but I mean I look at what our team's been able to do in the ecosystem and bringing partners together and and seeing WeTech be this almost catalyst for Bringing the ecosystem together mm-hmm. has been incredible. Um, and I, Adam's being quite modest with the amount of work he put into scale yeah. up there. That was one of, one of probably the greatest programs we've, we've been able to run. So um, for me, looking back, uh, one, of the, one of the biggest highlights for me was being able to see the growth of Innovation catalysts uh, in the ecosystem. So this past year, we worked with 11 different companies, 61 different frontline employees as catalysts. We trained 1,500-plus people on design thinking. Um, and we had 48 projects that actually were able to get put into strategic planning um, for next year. So again, another great program supported by uh, supported by Trillium gave us a chance to to mm-hmm. test this out to see how something like this would actually work in Windsor Essex, and it's opened up so many more opportunities for us looking forward. So uh, it's been a really impactful program. I can't uh, thank the folks enough who have sort of taken the chance on us to do it, and and the impact we've been able to create was I think really the exciting. The
2: most incredible part about this is that. Adam's grown this program into the Innovation Catalyst, which is touching on these really big businesses in our region, um, and also through scale-up, we started to focus on industry, and I think 2020, when we talk about that, we'll, we'll share a little bit more, but really, you're going to see the convergence of these two things into something really special. Yeah, it's, okay. grown,
1: it's grown together, yeah. which is incredible, right? A lot of times, you'll see corporate innovation programming on one hand, startup coaching on another, SMEs and talent sort of mixed in there somewhere, but having such a small but mighty team as we have in our in our no, core values we, we sort of business. grow everything together which is fantastic so you're going to see the impact on and those if you look back at
0: this time last year we did our strategic planning session as a team and one of the you know the big pieces of that was really kind of laying out what that venture service programming mm-hmm. looks like and 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 you both did a great job at really going to the entrepreneurs in fact you're going to be doing it in 2020 it's almost a, a look forward of really trying to ensure that our programming is always matching the needs of our clients and our community. And both of you have done that. And in fact, I think when I think of Tech Acceleration, one of the beautiful things that came out of 2019 is that industry at all levels bought in this year, mm-hmm. right? It's not, and and, and they, they bought into the Innovation Catalyst and they're seeing amazing results. So you're seeing people invest in that innovation technology, which has been so awesome to see. and And the companies are growing. Um, and it's been really great to see that stuff.
1: So yeah, I think over the last two years, the big thing for us on the venture service side is just bringing it back to tangible. When you come in and meet with somebody at WeTech, you leave having accomplished yeah, something, yeah, yeah. Um, and you can tell that that really matters to yeah. the people that are coming around and yeah. and actually getting to interact with us. So.
0: And we've really built out, you know, this. You know, there's got you know the early stage companies, mm-hmm. and there's the scaling companies, and there's the enterprise clients, and and everyone comes in, and if, as long as they fit the mold, right? They're sustainable, they're innovative
1: growth mindset. And our
0: growth mindset, right? You know, we'll put together. Adam works on a 30, 60, 90 day plan. So um, all those things are, are really new in 2019. And it almost like you can almost spend a week looking back on the last year. So <laughs> I'll, I'll now move into the tech talent side. And, and I think tech talent actually out of 2019 was a new pillar that, that we started to put into our strategic plan based on the fact that as we look to the broader tech community and tech acceleration, tech companies grow not only with innovative ideas and customers, but they grow because of the talent, um, which is uh, um, a part of why Victoria joined our team, uh, and thanks to a grant received from Workforce Windsor-Essex to really look at that tech talent uh, community, the pipeline, and, and also
4: address some of the gaps. So uh, do you have any highlights, Victoria, from 2019? Um, absolutely. So the first one is getting Tech Connect off the ground, right, mm-hmm. which is the initiative that, um, that you just mentioned with uh, Workforce Windsor-Essex. Um, and that initiative has really been helping us get a really solid snapshot of what's happening in the region with talent in particular. Um, so we're looking at it sort of on a research angle, both from the, the side of talent, so the folks we're trying to attract to, to support the, the work that's happening in the region, but also the side of the employers and what uh, challenges they're having to, to gather people into their organizations. Um, and so launching TechConnect was really a great opportunity to start uh, connecting even better, right? So we're connected to industry, to the education sector both K-12 and post-secondary with the college and the university here. Um, we have representatives that are sitting around a round table that we've met uh, met with a few times who are giving us their understanding and their expertise of what we need to be doing as a region. Um, I've had interviews with just about 20 leaders um, and talent in the tech sector in the area and they're offering their insights as well and so the, the the goal of all of this has really come together, mm-hmm. especially now. It's been mm-hmm. a handful of months, mm-hmm. uh, but we're making good progress for sure. And also on the tech talent side, I think there's been uh, the tech connects an
0: amazing program because the first thing that came out of it was a landing page, mm-hmm. which was kind of like it's almost like, why didn't we do that before? Right. It's like, how do you connect someone in the tech ecosystem to whether it's women in tech initiative, to tech scholarships, to tech upskilling programs? So that website lives on and is continuously updated. And then if you look at just you know, think about the last year, and now we have the Women in Cybersecurity Initiative launched at the university. They're, that's now in our space, the Epicenter, and the Developer Student Club now at Google. Yeah. Um. That's here now on campus. And and I you know I interviewed Don Ward previous to this podcast, and you know the success of Windsor Essex Dev Fest was monumental. Like it tripled almost in size, and mm-hmm. there's we're starting to see like like the need for this and like again it's not just one organization everyone's rallying in and, and kind of building into this bigger piece
1: and we're we're tackling from the research angle which yeah. is what i absolutely yeah. love so we're trying to get knowledgeable about it first and I, I highly recommend if anybody needs a good read get victoria's resume it is yeah. maybe yeah. one of the best reads of all time He's- can i say
0: we stole her from mars because <laughs> that actually is true i think that's fair yeah so victoria used to be a martian out of yes. toronto so yes. Um, and that's Mars Discovery District for those who that's think. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, some days it might be the other yeah, Mars. <laughs> oh, wonderful. I was just at Mars, and I, yeah. I said I love all the Martians. So, so when we look at the broader uh, tech community, um, again, that's a that's a a big pillar, right? We're we're looking again. It's not just about the companies, the talent. It's it's the broader ecosystem. How everyone plays into it, and a big piece of the tech community building has come from this amazing program. Called Nerd Olympics.
3: So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was definitely one of my uh, my favorite initiatives. i um, just completed our fourth year of it, uh, and it's grown every year. And I would say this year was our most successful uh, to date. It sold out in record time in 48 hours. We had all 16 teams signed up, and uh, had a waiting list of teams that were wanting to get in and and just kind of missed out. So I definitely recommend for next next year if you're planning on getting in, get your team planned ahead of time because those spots sell almost immediately Uh, so for this year we had a five rookie teams which is really cool to see Uh, and the nerd cup champion for this year was actually 11 wins which was one of our rookie teams so uh, a great mix of new teams and um, established teams that have been coming back every year for the past four years Um, and one thing that we one of my favorite parts of it actually we introduced in year two which was the community challenge Mm so uh it's A way of of giving back to the community. So this year's recipient was Windsor uh, Essex First Robotics, and we were able to bring in uh, just over fourteen hundred dollars in donations, and then twenty six volunteers for upcoming first uh, events throughout the year. So it I I love the event because it touches on so many different things. Um, You know, every every year I always do a post event survey and and get a lot of feedback from the teams, and it's always anonymous, so it's always um, you know real feedback, and it's and it's great. So uh, time and time again, almost to a person they always say that they love the fact that they can interact not only with other companies but their coworkers outside of the the workplace and my favorite story I always tell is was for the rock band challenge a couple years ago where it was one of our larger teams with over 800 employees and the four participants so they had to get up on stage they had to choose a song and they had to perform it live in front of about 200 people Um, the four people on that team had never met each other before participating in that so for the months leading up to it they would one person would um, host it so the practice events were hosted at their house the other person would bring some food the other person would bring some beverages and the fourth person brought their game and for a couple months at a time these people that had never met each other even though worked at the same company they worked in different uh, departments got together played and they ended up winning the entire thing so that was just really really cool to see
0: and I, as I mentioned to you earlier this week, I accidentally crashed one of the Nerd Olympics team Christmas parties. <laughs> I won't say who it is, but you know who you are. It was an accident. But in there, you know, the CEO of the company basically mentioned, you know, that Nerd Olympics has been one of the best things that's come out of uh, of this region in terms of just kind of getting everyone to talk. And I think we literally, we talk about this all the time in our team meetings of the stories that come out of, um, of Nerd Olympics. And it's just like this. I think when you think about what planning went into this, it was like an idea and we... I know. Remember John Mark just throwing Mm -hmm. it to you know. We'll see who registers, and now it's become like even visiting computer science this week. It's part of their like they plan ahead for this. Mm -hmm. It's like who's gonna lead it. It's just it's been magical. Um, we'll get into twenty twenty. I know we'll get into twenty twenty. But um, uh, I can I can shed light on some of the other things that I think have been really cool. Obviously, Tech Week is is something that we Mm -hmm. do every year. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've seen more partners. I think we had over thirty different partners this year. Brought in some really strong speakers, and again. I think the success of it was was the partnerships that we bring into that week. Um, so definitely looking forward to twenty twenty for that. Um, I think the other piece, and this kind of falls into tech community, but also we tech as an organization is is you know the evolution of our board of directors, right? If we look at you know we were founded by such an amazing group of IT professionals. And this last iteration of our board, we had an oversubscription of requests to join the board, and it was it was hard to say no. I know the nominating committee had a really hard time, but if you look around our, our, our board today, you have um you know local companies, then you have national companies like like Ford and Shopify um on our board of directors, and and they're there they're not getting paid right so um and also the addition of advisory roles. So again, ensuring that. Um, that we have everyone's voices at the table. We have a student advisor now. We have a cross-border advisor and a client advisor. So um, governance is obviously utmost important to us in in, in trying to do that. And if we look at, um, you know, both the tech communities, we don't just serve Windsor-Essex. And we really, um, with the help of our amazing partners in Chatham and, and SOAR Innovation and Economic Development, we've been able to, you know, expand to that market with limited resources and it's just been an amazing program. Um, I know you guys, like Adam just mm-hmm. came from Chatham, all day? Yeah. Today. so wonderful, wonderful. And adding, again, some members of, of the Chatham-Kent community to our board of directors, companies like Scribendi and uh, uh, McGrail Farm uh, Equipment, as well as Kit, who's our new treasurer. Hello, Kit. members who are so engaged. Yeah, they're On the awesome. Client side, they just
2: want to work yeah. with us. They want to get in there and, and really get their hands dirty in mm-hmm. terms of helping to grow these mm-hmm. companies. So mm-hmm. that's so important to me. Uh, when you look at how we're providing resources yeah. to our clients and founders yeah. a
0: couple other highlights i do want to make note because I, I did take some time to do this <laughs> last night um was obviously the addition of not only our our co-op student Nisset but also the addition of victoria i think mm-hmm. victoria brings so much insight and value to this organization and even in her Among capacity them. that it, it's very part-time but even in her role at the university she's already trying to plug everyone into the tech entrepreneurial ecosystem so it's been awesome to see new people join, and I have to say, although this is always bittersweet, is we can't we have to recognize our nice. formal or sorry for, former um, team member that's been with us for almost eight years is now the member of parliament Eric Kuzmeritczuk. So um, Eric has been pivotal to so many of the successes that this organization has done. So we can't uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't recognize him as kind of like. Uh, a great thing for this region. Um, and, you know, and we know that we'll all kind of uh, work with him along his new, uh, his new role. So um, we really, really miss you. Booth Eric. <laughs> Castle, Castle the yes. most. Castle yeah, misses I mean, you by I, far yes, the most. Yes, a lot of nights no. crying. Yeah. yeah. No. Very okay. bittersweet. for it, It's me. definitely, yeah. but, we, deal, but we know, again, we're, it's uh, Eric. Uh, we know um, Eric will do amazing things for this region as he did for our organization. So, mm. and one of the last things would be, our True North collaboration. So, uh, one of the things that we added to our strategic plan is just constantly trying to connect to super cities or the larger tech ecosystems. And in this year, I do want to recognize all of our partners who sent members of their team to uh, True North, which is a large tech conference in Waterloo. I believe save the date. It is June first to the seventh. Twenty twenty. Full week. Yes. A uh, uh, little plug plug for them. Um, but I do want to recognize um, the city of Windsor who uh, put forward um, and sent along their director of economic development, Milan, uh, to join us. And, and uh, I thought that was a really great, uh, great uh, move forward and, uh, and, again, built a partnership and, and also allowed us to, to show off, you know, an ecosystem that, you know, not only are we looking at it from Canada, but the world is looking at this corridor between Toronto and Waterloo. So that was uh, some of the highlights um, for me. Anyone else have anything else to add? in terms of 2019
2: highlights? I think I can add on to the yeah. true north as well. Yeah. We had a huge delegation yeah. to come with us. We did. So we had people from the epicenter, University mm-hmm. of Windsor. We had Taylor, which is Chatham Kent Economic Development. Genesis um, Center. And Genesis Center as well. Mm-hmm. So it was it was such a, a collaborative sort of regional effort uh, to be there and be present. I think uh, we all sort of gained a bunch of unique things from it as well. There's no doubt. Yeah.
0: And I can't forget to mention you know, the ecosystem alignment, right? Mm-hmm you you saw in the last six months this um effort to put together a regional grant so not just one organization um grant it's really a regional um uh, approach to this so um again uh, we recognize the windsor-essex economic development corporation as a tech uh tech award uh, we tech choice award winner for that for that exact reason right is you know they've been able to bring all this money to the region to support all of the ecosystem players and and more importantly the companies within the ecosystem. So and uh, when you think of that ecosystem alignment, it also goes into storytelling. I think this region has done a much better job at telling a sync story. You know with their "Where Canada Begins" campaign. Um, and I know John Mark, you've done a great job at. Uh, you make us look really really mm. good.
3: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, just to add to what you were talking about just now, uh, my goal last year at the the 2019 look forward. Uh, was really about sync storytelling with the ecosystem. And I think we, um, I was very excited with the, with what happened in 2019 and just looking forward to seeing more of that in 2020. Like it started at the very beginning of the year with the auto show where we did uh, the Windsor Excellence where Canada begins. Another great thing. Yeah, yeah so I mean, many we started.
0: 2019 out... wins.
2: He did such a good job yeah. at it. He won an yeah. international award. Yeah, what an award. For
3: international so thank you. I can't yes, forget that. That's great. Yes, thank you. But uh, <laughs> 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 what, I lo- what I loved about it was just it was region first. And that was the mentality that all of the organizations had going into it. And we, that we repeated that at the Canadian auto show in Toronto, as well as OCE discovery, where it was, uh, we partnered with university of Windsor, St. Clair college automate Canada and Windsor Essex economic development. And we put the region first. It wasn't our, our logos weren't all plastered over everything and we didn't do it individually. We did it as one, we got one large booth and we promoted the region overall. Um, same thing with true North, like just working together with his, this past year has been awesome I mean, even uh, the Windsor 6 perspective magazine where we all work together again mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. tell the region's story and mm-hmm. I, I look forward to continuing that uh, in 2020.
0: Absolutely. Any other last minute 2019 memories for closing the door on 2019? Oh,
4: it was my first tech, tech yeah. First, yeah. <laughs> my first tech week yeah first my first tech week which was an unbelievable mm-hmm. week of events mm-hmm. and connection and conversation and collaboration and all the wonderful things that you want to see in a region mm-hmm. um, so I think it's a it's a testament to what's happening here and, and the mon- momentum that just and you And going. you come,
0: like, mm-hmm. although you're from here originally, yeah. you went away. And so you yeah. have a very kind of fresh sure, eyes yeah. to mm-hmm. to the change, which is always great to see. And in that, you know, Tech Week, I know you led a great initiative where, you know, we saw Quicken Loans come to the table. Mm-hmm. We saw Greenshield come to the table. And we saw BlackBerry come to the table. And what's really nice is we've always said this. Um, we want industry in the driver's seat, and I think we started to see that a lot in 2019. Is industry come to the table? Was investing in talent, investing in innovation, um, coming to the table? If you think of, um, I don't even know if this was 2018 or 19, but when uh, Brave Controls, Next Dimension, and Centerline mm-hmm. put together the Your Windsor campaign, yeah. right? That was yeah. not led by any type of government. That was led by three um, large, you know, uh, you know, manufacturing automa- ways, automation, automation, yeah, yeah, competitors. And um, that's a nice thing again about our 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 you know, in our board role is that you have a lot of competitors coming to the table that are ultimately about the bigger picture, right? Yep. So, okay, we're going to make the sound of the door closing. That was the door closing in 2019. And now we <laughs> want to look to 2020. So what is everyone looking forward to in 2020? Because I know we, we we just went through kind of a strat planning, although we didn't get too operational, but I know we've got a lot of things um, in the works for 2020. So who wants to start chiming in on what they're excited for? Sure,
1: I'll yeah. jump in. So I think uh, what was really great about the last two years is we spent a lot of time understanding how to take products through to commercialization for our entrepreneurs. So how do we actually grow a company? How do we get that to work here in the ecosystem and in the region? And at the same time, we got really, really good at understanding our larger organization's challenges and how to get at those in a really healthy and effective way through Innovation catalysts. So what I'm really excited for in 2020 is seeing those start to combine. So how does WeTech play this integral, integral role of highlighting what some of these corporate challenges are and then almost like colliding our entrepreneurs together with those challenges and and to see something amazing come out of that. I think we're really primed for something. Really, and we so. saw
0: that happen with scale-up, right? Maybe you can just kind of give the example of, for the listeners on what, <clears> that, <throat> yeah. what so, that really means.
2: So this scale-up was actually the first time we had really a, a, a theme to the companies that were involved. And so we had a manufacturing and an agritech lens. And so all of the companies, all five of them, uh, we're focusing on problems that had to do with one of those two industries. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what we saw was not only the companies solving the problems that they set out to solve, but also colliding and helping each other grow as well. So mm-hmm. I think that's what we're looking for in, in 2020 is this, this year where we can tackle these really big issues and turn over our incredible entrepreneurs. We have the most amazing, talented, mm-hmm. creative mm-hmm. people here, uh, and we get to sort of turn them loose on these problems. I think that's really exciting for me as well. So. Definitely. Any
0: other, Adam, while you're on the mic, 2020? Yeah, so,
2: so I think 2020 is going to be a big year. Um, I listed uh, 2019 would be the year of simplicity. Yeah. Uh, and when I, when I <laughs> read back well. through it. Uh, you work in government. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> really what I meant was taking problems that our companies have and teaching them to think really simply about it. doesn't mean that it's not going to be a lot of work, but it means that they can look at these problems and say, hey, I don't have to overcomplicate everything. I can come back to really simple processes to tackle even the biggest of problems. And so. When I look at what we want our companies to achieve this next year, um, it's really to take a look uh, take a look at looking bigger, thinking bigger. Um, I think our companies tend to be a little too modest here in Windsor-Essex, and so we want to push them to think even bigger than they already do, and I, I think we're going to have some really huge wins in the early half of 2019, so or 2020, so I'm very excited to show those off.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt. There's partnerships definitely coming down the line that are really, really exciting, and getting folks outside of Windsor-Essex with the, these new markets is going to be awesome.
0: And any, so we're going to see Libro scale up, of course, come back for 2020. 100%. Mm-hmm. And I know Adam's done a great job at, at bringing in lots of venture service team members, which are basically um, advisors to our company. So any updates on, on that? or?
2: Yeah, so I think the biggest change you're going to see on our venture success team coming into 2020 is a lot of partnerships with much bigger accelerators. So we're talking global now. So we're thinking of the Valley. We're thinking of India, some emerging markets. Uh, some really amazing places that are growing in leaps and bounds. And we're going to open up channels that our clients can access anytime they want as soon as they're ready. So that to me is going to be really, really something to watch.
1: I would say pushing them to access them as soon as they're ready as opposed to just opening it up for them. I mean, yeah. you combine those those ideas with the perks that we've been able to put together for some of our companies as they scale. It's just exceptional.
0: And as we look to our fiscal end, which is March 31st, like I said, I, I know we will see some, again, some, some, some great numbers coming out of the impact that the programs have done. And again, those those programs would not be possible without our partners. And that's mm-hmm. the key thing. This is, this is not our win. It's, you know, like everyone's win, right? 100%. So, Jam, what about you? 2020. Yeah,
3: I've got kind of three... Um, specific initiatives i'm looking forward to the most obviously nerd olympics our fifth annual uh will be coming back we've already started planning that we're working on uh already securing some events and...
0: any sneak peek? No. no
3: no we need no. everybody to tweet at and to get it up to 64 teams. Early. 64 <laughs> no. teams march madness 2020 weeks. olympics <laughs> So that that's obviously the first initiative. Uh, second is actually the the two Adams. We're going to be launching a new podcast with them. I did hear that innovation yeah, yeah, yeah. alchemy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's innovation alchemy first with on in the Adams. city.
0: We have. Do we? Do, is there any other like you want to plug this or do we no, know? It's, it's no, it's gonna it's going to be complete be secret. Just
2: complete. Okay. Chaos. Yeah. No okay. zero <laughs> planning. Yeah. No. Yeah. Complete. Yeah. Chaos. So
3: yeah, ours is going to be uh, the innovation alchemy is going to be about uh, very tangible tools um, that will help companies grow uh, in we're actually going to be housing it along with yeah, this one right here, Tech in the City. On our, uh, we created a new page on the website, we.tech-alliance.com/podcast, so you we can check out all the episodes and we've got a few cu- fun clips where we were testing out the mic. We uh, uh will be recording very very soon the first couple of episodes for, so look for those that uh, early 2020. And then the third is um, I'm really excited about we're updating our the client intake process uh, over the next couple of months. So it'll really simplify things. It'll make it easier for companies um, at every stage to identify where we can help them. And it'll also highlight who we're working with, uh, mm-hmm. not just for the uh, the clients, but also for the community. So those are really the big ones okay. that I'm excited for.
4: Victoria 2020, Mm -hmm. I think the word for 2020 for me would be creativity. Okay, Uh, because what I'm hearing a lot of uh, with all this research that's going on is uh, storytelling, right? Recognizing and identifying and being able to articulate our regional vision our regional um, Our regional story basically what we want to see about ourselves what we know about ourselves And what we want others to know and then to celebrate also Um, so I think that's going to be a big big push a big um, opportunity there we've also submitted a proposal for a grant so hopefully we will see tech connect 2.0 uh, which would allow us to increase some capacity yes. to amplify the work um, to have us sort of have our fingers in, in a bunch of different areas um, so I'm really hopeful that that will start to expand um, yeah I think we're, we're headed for this wonderful sort of collision opportunity where there's different pockets happening we've got yeah. the entrepreneurship we've got the Um, the larger organizations we've got the stories coming out we've got talent interested in and community and industry and all of these partners coming together it feels like we're headed for this really great um, explosion in a positive way and (laughs) in 2020 you'll also be you know announcing
0: or I guess it's not really announcing but sharing a lot of the the research findings that have come out of this six month mm-hmm. grant that was powered by workforce Windsor Essex. So mm-hmm. for those of you listening um, you know, a report will be coming down to some of those tangible um, things that we can address and, and, some of the challenges that we face as a region when it comes to tech mm-hmm. talent. Yeah. We'll
4: have clear recommendations. We'll have all the, the depth of research. If yes. you're interested yes. in that part of it yes. too, or you flip to the back for yes. what the next steps could be. So wonderful. Some good options. And as the
3: marketing guy, make sure you check out wetech-alliance.com slash connect <laughs> for the tech <laughs> Connect page. You can, Get connected to the local ecosystem mm-hmm. maybe take the survey shameless plug and, and, and check
4: plug. out all the events
3: right? yeah. absolutely the calendar events. of events is Community, live it's always sure. changing
4: and,
5: and yeah it's growing wonderful michelle uh i would say for 2020 that we'd be a little bit more creative in um developing events and more programs and networking socials um, the younger generation is the next generation. So just to keep the momentum going in 2020. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And Michelle, you also represent the Windsor-Essex Angel Capital Network or, or Windsor-Essex Capital Angel Network. There you go. We, Here we can. Go. We can. Um, and that's, that's seen, uh, you know, some 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 changes and, you know, new investors. So it's, it's something that I think in 2020, it'll be, I think there's some exciting things that the ball's starting to roll in that space. Cause we know mm-hmm. in order to grow companies, capital is a big piece yeah. of that. Yeah. So. Um, So for me, um, I think you guys all kind of took some pieces of it, but, uh, um, you know, right off the bat, when we think about predictions, obviously one of the things I look forward to every year, um, it's not necessarily a a big strategic thing, but it's Duncan Stewart. Mm -hmm. As we know, he Mm -hmm. leads the Deloitte technology, media, telecommunications predictions division. That's probably not (laughs) Duncan. I'm sorry. Um, but he is literally such an amazing speaker and, um, I know we try to bring him in early in, in Q1, Q2, but um, that's something I always look forward to in 2020. Yeah, but on a, on a more bigger scheme or a bigger, um, I guess, conversation is kind of that, uh, that, that continuous ecosystem collaboration, whether that's in storytelling in, in, in how we, we, you know, white glove treatment for uh, our companies. Um, how are we looking at, um, you know, the nearshoring approach is bringing companies here and also to um, cross-border collaboration. I think that's something that um, is unique to us and it's a huge advantage to us. So I think you're going to start seeing a lot more cross-border collaborations happening in 2020. And then, again, plugging into those, those super cities, right? We know we're not in an island. Um, we have to plug into the larger super cities, whether it's us to know what's going on, plugging in our companies. Um, plugging in our 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 partners as we look to 2020 potentially uh, hosting a future of work um, mm-hmm. event. So um, and I, I'm sure we're going to forget lots of things in 2020. But I think I, I think if maybe everyone could agree as you know as we look to 2020, we're going in the right direction and we've made a lot of um, we have a lot of work to do. But I think overall um, we're starting to track all of our successes better. We're starting to tell our stories better. And we're starting to um, to open the doors to even further collaboration. Sure. Um, and, you know, one of the things, if you look at 2020, I, maybe this is my uh, moonshot, but again, is going back to, um, you know, having that place for the tech community um, and that being, you know, this, this word we keep saying is kind of innovation space, technology space, whatever it is, um, maybe that's my, my goal or my hairy, audacious goal mm-hmm. for 2020, but Um, anything else on the 2020 look forward
2: I think you're right in terms of it's impossible to capture all of the stuff that's going on it's so hard but but I would say that if if you're interested if you're at all invested in the community then come build it with us come come do this with us because it it takes work it takes a lot of people Mm -hmm. a lot of hands to raise this up so uh, let's do it together
0: listen and, and we only do what we do um, because of the support that we have through partners, and obviously I look around and it's a lot because of the the five people in front of me right now who who work tirelessly to again to help build that tech community. So, moonshots. So as we look mm-hmm. at you know your 2020 and or beyond 2020 moonshot goal for the for the regional tech community, uh, what is it? So, AC, let's start with you.
2: So when I look at the tech community as a whole, what I'd really like to see is our entrepreneurs. Aligning closely to our big industries and solving the big problems that they have. Um, and when I think about moonshots, and and this is a prediction, uh, you heard it here first. We're gonna have three really big accelerators as part of our our outreach group, as part of our resources to help clients get to the next level uh, into new markets. So that'll that'll be my uh, my job over the next few weeks, mm-hmm. making sure those can
0: happen. Wonderful. Excellent.
1: Yeah, that's a great one.
0: AF. Mine.
1: Uh, mine is, I think, an even bigger moonshot. I, I would love to see out of some of these collision opportunities that we're about to create, uh, Windsor's first billion-dollar company come
0: out of this. A narwhal in Windsor. Yes. You heard it. I, first. You what heard you- it here
1: first. <laughs> I, I would love to see it happen in 2020, uh, where we just we get that perfect fit of everything working together. The challenges are there. The entrepreneurs are there. The supports there. The community rallies around it. And we just get our first mm-hmm. real, real big success mm-hmm. story, and get on get on that map globally. Mm-hmm.
0: Jam. Beat.
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I like. Who knows your nickname now? Yeah. A lot of the, the words that we're used today actually are tie into a kind of my so, um, moonshot. We talked about sync storytelling, collaboration, concierge service, white glove treatment, and that's kind of ties in with what I was what I would like to see for this region. I mean, you know, seeing some of what more established ecosystems. Um, are doing, you know, Detroit, Waterloo, things like that. I uh, would love to see in tying in with I Think Storytelling and Region First efforts is just getting everyone together in the same space, uh, you know, service providers, event space, uh, companies in a single regional website as well as on the communication side just to be able to have that concierge service. So regardless of what a company needs at what stage they're at, they go to that one spot, it's a one-stop shop, and, and then they're uh, handed off to whoever needs, uh, whoever can help them the most yeah
1: and like you said this isn't something we wouldn't reinvent the wheel on this one no lots absolutely of, lots no. of great yeah. uh, great spaces like this all around no the mayor. province
4: Victoria yes uh, for me I think something an event I'm imagining this huge event something like an open doors Yqg region kind of thing where it's a day or a few days however big it can be where we've got people back and forth into industry into community into, educational um, institutions, and people are aware of what's going on here. So that there's no longer a question of, I'm coming to Windsor, what does this mean? Can Mm -hmm. I find work? How will Mm -hmm. this happen? It's, I'm going to Windsor because I know (laughs) there's all this opportunity there. And so for me, it's sort of the moonshot is like this seamless connection or this seamless awareness of what's going on Mm -hmm. and that we're now looked to as an example uh, of how a um, a tech community, a tech region can build right and and not just you know we're silicon valley or we're trying to be toronto but we're not and we shouldn't try to be yeah, nope. having that identity and being proud of it and mm-hmm. seeing people come to us because mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. um especially that cross-border piece that you mentioned mm-hmm. right yeah. so that international i agree I'm i sure. agree so definitely michelle what it would be
0: your moonshot
5: my moonshot would be that uh, windsor receives the recognition that it deserves uh, as a border city that can connect talent and skill set from both sides of the border to become Canada's mobility and agricultural hub.
0: That's wonderful, because that's kind of what I, I was Nailed talking out. about is <laughs> is we were the automotive capital of Canada and we cannot, you know, we have amazing roots, um, uh, skill set companies, but as we look to transition is kind of this region of 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 makers and growers, right? So. Um, in terms of, I don't know if it's a moonshot per se, but um, I think it'd be again a rebrand of automobility or or the movers or movers and shakers. We are the movers and shakers, um, but a region of of truly innovative uh, makers and growers. So, um, thank you, everyone. This is our, our first here. team podcast, for and us. we we were we did it. So um, again, thank you for for joining us. And those of you listening, um, on behalf of our team, our board of directors, we want to thank all of our clients, our partners, community like yourself local and beyond, and the Ontario government for a truly, truly impactful and amazing year. And we look forward to seeing you and working alongside of you in 2020.